You're now entering a restricted zone. Welcome to Area 52. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Area 52 podcast. We are, uh, once again, uh, deep underground here. It actually feels nice because up on the surface, it's like a 100-degree day. It's nuts up there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it like feels... one of those houses that they're underground, and they stay cool in the summer. And yes, then... that's why it's nice to have basements. Mm-hmm. And warm in the winter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it feels so have nice. Have you seen those houses? It's just the roof sticking out of the ground. I'm serious. Yeah, Have you, you know, seen those? there was a house like that. I want one of those. Uh, yeah. That was um, actually uh, by my middle school that I went to uh, on Redwood Road, West Jordan, and it was like just the top and the little window, yep. and oh, then you would cute. walk down like into the house, fell into the ground. Yeah, yeah, and it was it probably kept them really super on, cool. Yeah, on my on my bus route every day to school in the morning when I lived in Heber. And but I remember passing it one time with my parents and being like, "What? Why is that? Like, where did the top half of there?" But I had also seen Twister recently, so I thought that maybe like <laughs> one little twist part of got the it. top half of the yeah. I was I was a little more concerned about the weather possibilities, but I wanted to know what was going on. But yeah, it's just like they that's smart. Stay cool. I don't know why we're on this. It's probably topic. really smart because it's hot. <laughs> yeah. That's why Gosh. we're thinking about any possible way to make it cooler. <laughs> just digging a hole in the ground, and putting a roof on it. Seriously, that's it. Miserable. I. Uh, I, yeah, I well, we have, I mean, our basement where, you know, we have part of our house is below the ground, and it's it's always 20 degrees cooler in the basement it is. than it is We actually mm-hmm. tested it. Well, we have a vaulted ceiling upstairs, and that is really hard to maintain the heat up there. But we took, we have like one of those FLIRs for your phone, the heat signature yeah. cameras, and we took it through the house, and it genuinely is a 20 degree difference between the basement and the upstairs. Yeah, you can literally walk from downstairs and, and just lock. walk upstairs oh, and and, and Trace the heat. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's been hot. It's not as hot as it is in other places. Uh, Sorry, Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, no kidding. Poor Phoenix. <laughs> they actually, Sorry, there was a story this week that, that it was so hot, planes couldn't even take off. Like, yeah. it was That's fucking about things melting in Phoenix. Yeah, they were showing people, true, people had like, like cooking muffins in the back of their car and they had like a fucking food thermometer in it and showing oh like how, how hot it was. I mean, clearly frying eggs on that. But 120 I feel like degrees. I that with my shoulder right is, now. Yeah, yeah, you got a sunburn. Anytime you're sunburned, that's how it feels. We went up to a reservoir yesterday to do something for the radio. And, uh, it's it was a wakeboarding a, tour. Tell yeah. them it's freaking oh, cool. Oh, it's way well, cool. We, yeah, it's I, really cool. I hadn't got to that. Oh, I literally, I was in the, <laughs> we went up to the radio. Up. I'm really excited. <laughs> All right, well, sorry. I, I, I was nine words into that sentence, but yeah, it's fucking wakeboarding! It was a wakeboarding, uh, the National Wakeboarding Finals. And uh, so, yeah, it was it was super cool. We went up to this reservoir in this place uh, north of us about an hour, and I'd never even been to that city. No, it's and called it, Manaway, but it's spelled like Mantua. Yeah, they call it, everybody calls it Manaway. Like, they say it Manaway. I'm guessing Man- the same person is responsible for Tooele. But... Tooele. <laughs> yes, all yeah. crazy yeah, there's this, named cities. There's this city here in Utah that's kind of, uh, it's on the other side of the other valley the mountains on the west and mm-hmm. it's called Tooele but it's spelled T O O E L E Yeah Tewilla. where does the will come from Yeah there's no W It should be Tuli In fact know. if if some of you are paranormal ghost fans and you watch uh, Ghost Adventures mm-hmm. they did a place called the uh, area or Asylum 49 Yep Yeah um which is out in in Tewilla. it's a it's a uh, half of it is a is a uh, nursing home. home. It was a nursing home that's mm-hmm. still in Which is so function. Sad. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is an abandoned, um, the, well, it's it was the mental 
health facility side of it. Now it's a scare attraction called Asylum 49, yeah, which it's is a haunted a house. Haunted house. But they, they do ghost tours. We've been there. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting place. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you've ever seen that, that's in Tooele. And yes. there's a whole thing throughout <laughs> the thing of Zach not being able to say Tooele. Oh, that's right. It's a fucked up, it's a fucked up name. I mean, <laughs> right, if you've never so. seen it, yeah. It's a, it's if a, you know how to say it, you're probably from Utah. You're, yeah, yeah, it's a good <laughs> point. It's the only way. way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we got, we got, some fucking weird named cities around here. Yes, and um, I got a sunburn. That's the whole. thing. Yeah, that was the point. We went up to. We went up to. It looks awful. Well, we, you sprayed yourself with the sunblock, and then just I did. A but l- I must have missed. Did you use the spray sunblock? I did. Never use the well, spray. And you know what? Sunblock. The way it worked. Like I yeah, we went to Lagoon the last it worked, week. It was it fine, but um, it's like you could actually see like little drops of where it would land, and that was you know not burned. Like you could actually see. Oh, the... I know. I tie dyed myself once the first <laughs> the time I used oh, the spray. No. I was all kinds of swirly red. That's how I feel. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, it was lots of fun. You like a red velvet <laughs> cake like smoothie. I totally looked Holy like a shit. smoothie. I bet you were in pain, but you probably looked delicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, I couldn't figure out why I hurt so bad. No, oh, I bet. New Dannons. Uh, yeah. I thought it was just the light, and then I'd like move into a different oh, light, and no. I'm like, oh my god, it's my skin. Oh. <laughs> we went to Lagoon. Uh, Last Sunday. Last Sunday. And, um, yeah. Awesome amusement park here. It was our anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. So we decided, like, you know what? Let's go do something fun. So we went to, uh, Lagoon is a, is a, uh, uh, amusement park here, north of our city, about uh, 25 minutes north of Salt Lake, and it's got some really cool rides. In fact, it does have cool rides. Um, one of the coolest roller coasters in, in, uh, the country we just got because, uh, it's legit a, uh, uh, like one that, that, has made lists and stuff because of its incline or whatever it's called. Yes, it's it's, it's the inverted. New... Yeah, this the inverted negative. Dr- negative. negative I uh, yeah, guess I guess. Say. Um, Which one? It's are called you cannibal. cannibal. Oh, the Cannibal. I haven't oh. been on that one. Oh, yet. oh fuck, go Melissa. Melissa. I love the Wicked. Wicked's oh, that's great. Yeah. great. That's great. Yeah, really Wicked. Fun. Wicked shoots you mm-hmm. really up. fast, yeah. and you go straight up a thing, and then straight down the other side yeah, of it, and then on the rest of the coaster. Cannibal, and there's actually a video of it that made like the amusement park weekly or whatever. I'll I'll share it. Um, you know, so you guys can see what this roller coaster is like. But basically, you get into it's like an eight-person cart, so it's just a but there, it's little four, cart, like rows of four. Yeah, so okay. two so up front, front, yeah, two on the left, two on the right, and then behind you, same thing. So oh, four God. in front, four in back, and you you kind of go into this little tunnel, and then it connects you to like almost like an elevator, and it just lifts you. Like oh, so, you that's scary. my favorite part, and it's actually. all wobbly and fucking. Oh, that's when my anxiety goes and you, crazy. You get to the top. And you see that there's a space between where the track begins and where your cart is. Oh, my God. And so it has to, like, connect. Ah! And then this Mm-mm. door opens. Oh, and you just realize how far out you are. Oh, God. But then the, uh, the, the drop actually goes underneath itself. So it's like a 90... Eight degree. I mean, it's like un- it's a negative. So negative. it doesn't go straight Meaning down. No, it goes, goes like back un- under. Yes, yeah, so you fall Whoa. and then go under yourself and back down. So when you start falling, at first you can't see the track. That just, is so. It's scary. the best. We went on Get it front every time. Every time. I ask every time if I can have the front. We'll wait. You guys for it. are so brave. But that is it terrifying. It's the only way to do it. Last week we walked on everything. There wasn't. Oh, I there love was it no when you go like that. Tell anyone <laughs> so they don't well, go. But, yeah, don't go last Sunday. <laughs> So don't go back into there. Sunday. But who knows? It might have been just that Sunday. I mean, I, I don't know. But when we I went. I love it when there's no line. You yeah. Go from we ride walked to ride. right on. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, got pretty beat up too. <laughs> Those roller coasters will fuck you up. 
They give me hangovers. Though, we like, talked about this, and we we got way sick last time we went last October. Yeah, but we also didn't take Dramamine this time. Dramamine. I... Did you guys take Dramamine? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you're Tons smart. You're way smart. All and you know what? It definitely made a difference. Good yeah. job. And we sure. ate. That probably helps. We ate a lot, but I mean, it, but your joints, your neck hurts. I mean, it fucking. You go on that really old white roller coaster. Oh there. my gosh. You feel like your bones are Burst. falling out of your skin. That it whips your. <laughs> It whips your yeah. chest so shaky around. and rickety. Like yeah. every time I get off of that, I'm like, God, do I have arthritis now? Like, yes. It's awful. Yeah, it clinks your bones. Um, yeah, that was the week. Uh, what else happened this week? I uh, I got to work with a buddy of mine this weekend. I did some shows with a friend of mine, Brian Posehn. Great he's comic. Hilarious. I love Brian Posehn. He he's just such the coolest guy. So spent the weekend uh, doing some shows and and. What have you been up to, Melissa? Had a nothing. Oh, <laughs> I've been hot. Yeah, Aww. it's been it that, and that's the other side. I of can't it. It's think been hot clearly when it's this that's hot. All I do is lay down on the ground and put a fan on me. <laughs> Try not to Seriously. die. It's three months of her life is just is. laying on the ground yeah. with a fan on her. I don't do well just, with this heat. It, I don't like it either. There's, I don't know. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. We also went to corn. Yeah, we did. We went oh, and saw awesome. Corn and Stone yeah, Sour. We had a really eventful week. We really did. We That's went to we had a big, yeah, Corn. It was a fun weekend. We had a poker weekend. Yeah, we went and then played poker on Saturday. Ooh, did you win? She uh, did. Actually, yes. Oh, I was. We decided because it went on forever and it was like down to the last three of us. And uh-huh. we were just like, you guys want to split the pot? And we were like, I'm down. Oh, so we cool. split it three ways. And <laughs> oh, it was, that's nice. Yeah. Was, so you played awesome. for a while and then you still. Oh, like, yeah, we played come for out. like. How long? Four hours. Oh, or you something. played for a while. I was upstairs. Yeah. I never bought in because I'm not much of a poker player. I know she's a shark, and I'm like, fucking let her go do her thing. She's good. So I just stayed upstairs and played rock band nice. with the stoners. Like we <laughs> were there was, it was a different. There was two levels you to didn't this party. Adorable. So. It's like I a didn't. game night. Like, yeah, it really was. Different levels of game night. It was, it was our it friend was... Nikki's birthday, and, yeah. and they opened our home to us. They were really cool. Happy Nikki. birthday, Nikki. Oh, Nikki and Kira, birthday. and yes. our other friend Kira, and Artie, yes. and uh, yes. Rich, and all our good friends that were there. And I mean, there was just so many people. It was super cool. And um, we bought uh, a big. We took a big cooler of Zima. Oh yeah! Oh, that's, you yeah. Took Zima. <laughs> we took some I Zimas over there. Zima's back now. We should have brought you one, Melissa. Yeah, <laughs> that's I brought okay. you a Zima. You could have cracked one open during the podcast. I remember from back before I could drink legally. <laughs> yeah, they, what Zima tastes. They taste like. better that way, anyways. Before you're legal. Yeah, I was excited yeah. about it back when then. When you drink it, and you're like, yeah. oh, it's good, and it's fucking gross as shit. We did that, and then we took some Smirnoff ices. We were like, you know what? We're we're, we're gonna get drunk like we're in middle. School. I was gonna say right. I used to love took some fucking Bartles and James <laughs> and shit. Nineteen ninety five. Remember the Seagrams, like the yes. Seagrams fuzzy navel and the yeah, those oh, were the best. Bar- Bartles, Bartles and James wine Bartles coolers. And James. Oh, wine coolers with a shit. Yeah, I think. those remind me of camping. <laughs> yeah. I was allowed to have a wine cooler during camping. Oh, that's cute. That's, uh, yeah, there, that was that's that's funny. That's a <laughs> that's a throwback. I mean, yeah. I thought it was. It, yeah, I mean, it, look, nobody's drinking them because they're fucking delicious. No, they're, they're nostalgic. That's yeah. the only reason Zima's doing that's well. All. Right? Yeah, it's it's gonna. It was a whole weekend of people going, "Hey, look at Zima!" Oh yeah. And then just setting it down. Like every Zima had one these. sip out of it. Yep, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, just okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why they went away. Um. Other uh, other than that, I mean, we did get some, there were some interesting stories and some interesting things that we discovered this week that uh, just kind of little things, um, not really episode worthy. Um, you sent us this thing about... <laughs> the lamb baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, half human, half lamb. And and so where did that come from? That was just... South African fa- somewhere? Yeah, South Africa. I found it on the internet. Um, 
I looked to make sure it wasn't a hoax or like some kind of effect for a movie, and it's real. It's not. Well, they say it's not part human, right? Allegedly, the lamb. (laughs) You like human? E I'm looking at the pictures of this thing it's right terrifying now. terrifying looking. It totally looks like a little, like, look, mash-up baby. Here, you, you, you look through these? I did. I saw those. I mean, it's 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 uh, a weird-looking Here's cre- the thing. It creature. does have a weird little belly button. And but weird I don't, little, like, two but, humanoid legs. Like, it does. No, I have weird seen little baby pectoral. Because my... My family used to have lambs. Mm-hmm. And this lamb's mom I, had a fever, some kind of virus, and they're, they're saying that's what caused the deformity. I can, when so, I look at the face, I can kind of see how it would become a lamb, the face. Right. But the body is where it's weird because of, and, and who knows, it does seem like its joints are not uh, pointing downward, if that makes sense. Yeah. The joints yeah. look more free like a human's <coughs> joint. Yeah. Like they have much more um, mobility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it, it 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 does when it's like sitting up. It looks like a little fat baby. It yeah. totally looks like a fat like baby. A, like that fat baby, the one that smokes the cigarettes. That fat little kid <laughs> yes. that smoked the. That's what his body oh, looks he's like. Addicted, isn't he now? Pro- probably. Oh. I'm sure they got him a patch or something okay. after all that I notoriety. <laughs> I, I think so. he's okay now. <laughs> he's gonna be one of those people that's gonna be like like. I, I smoked cigarettes since I was four. <laughs> yeah, that's his voice now, and he's like ten. Yeah. Hey. How y'all doing? You want to play dodgeball? You guys don't know what first grade was like. It was hell. Um, there's you also seen the inside of a womb. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> when the teat runs out, there's nothing left for you in life. Oh my god. Um. I don't know what that thing is. It, it could just be it's, it, a fever it's a sheep. Deform- yeah, fever baby. That's a great band name. Fever sheep. Fever, fever sheep is one of my favorite metal bands ever. <laughs> I love hashtag fever sheep this week, guys. Uh, but no, for real, it, it's it's. I think I've seen an adult one of these shopping at Walmart a few times. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's man bear pig. <laughs> but it's no, it's it's definitely interesting. So strange looking. I'll. I'll Share this on on the Twitter and the Facebook. So if you want to go and uh, and follow us on Twitter and and like us on Facebook, I'll I'll put these up there. We do that, you know. We'll, we'll, some of the videos we reference and stuff, I'll I'll tweet them out throughout the week so that you have kind of a companion piece to uh, you know. You listen, you can go there and you can watch some of the videos and see some of the things we talk about um, for yourself. Like this next video, I'm going to share this one too because this one. This one's interesting to me. I we we subscribe to a few different um, YouTube channels, uh, you know, that have like daily lists on unexplained events. Top five ghost photos. Top five mysterious disappearances. This one was top five strangest and uh, encounters with unidentified creatures. Uh, from uh, it's uh, the top fives. Um, I think it's just called top fives on YouTube. I'll t- I'll. I'll 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 tweet this out and you guys can follow them. But one of the things they featured was there were some guys in, uh, was it Sumatra? Yes. And they were, just like I fucking said, a couple weeks ago, they were riding around on their dirt bikes, had a GoPro on their head, and they come around a corner, and what they believe is an orang pendak, which we've talked about before, which is um, kind of the 
Southeast Asian Bigfoot. However, it's not. It's it's different than our North American. Bigfoot. It's not big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not. They're it's they're little. typically anywhere from four to five feet. They're mm-hmm. shorter. They're smaller. They're monkey like. And this this person, it's either it's either a tribesman that's mm-hmm. literally a wild tribesman wearing nothing, or um, a human that kind of has some sort of. It's hard to tell with the hair. You made a point, like it, you. It, yeah, it, I, I wish. And but although we haven't seen like a stabilized video that's been slowed and, and zoomed and enhanced, right? And um, that, but you don't get a really good look at the head. Like it's hard to say. Like it, it does kind of look. Monkey, it looks round. like a monkey head, yeah, like Ish. when it's running away, yeah. And this thing comes off like it's like it was just walking on this path, and they kind of the guy like ditches his bike because he almost so they're flying down the road, and it's like this thing comes out of the jungle essentially, and it startles him, and he he uh totally wipes out on his dirt bike, lays it down on his side, and the other guy's like, you know, I'll you can kind of tell, is like, what the fuck is that? And he gets on his bike, and this thing is hauling it's the speed, really. That's the, the most yeah, notable it thing, is it? So quick. It is flying um and he's on his dirt bike trying to catch up to it and it comes like around the darts corner across the road and just goes into this tall brush and, and like, takes off and it's got like a, it's, it's holding like, like a stick like mm-hmm. a big walking stick or mm-hmm. a, like a tool it's it's really look it's what it is is it's definitely something so it's either these guys fake this but their reaction the way that they kind of go after it and 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 it it seems like a, a genuine reaction. It doesn't seem staged to me. I don't know. But. I mean, if it is fake, then it's just a small dude. Yeah, running. but it doesn't. It also that's the thing is it's 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 a it's a slighter person. Like uh-huh. it's a slender, it looks, it's very it small, small. It looks, with a monkey head. It looks simian. Um, running really strangely. Right, and like kind of thick legs, like short, right. thick legs, like a I don't know, like a like a like a preacher. It doesn't. Know. It doesn't. Yeah, it looks weird. My first instinct was not. That looks 100% human. There's there's something about it that looks a little the off. proportions look right. a little so different. Is it a wild tribesman? Is it um, some sort of simian-esque creature? Whatever it is, it's legitimately here. This isn't. This is probably the clearest look at a creature ever. If it is a creature. If it is a creature. Um, but uh, I, other than, I, if it's not, see, then it's then, a very clear look at a tribesman butt. Right, and but that's the thing is that I don't know, and maybe that's my ignorance, and maybe somebody can tell me this, and I, we should do a little more research. This was just something that we we literally noticed yesterday, and and just wanted to talk about. I don't know if that area of Sumatra is known for having jungle tribes, or if it's if it's I don't know either. We need to look. Into yeah, that. or if it's like, oh yeah, it's just one of the. Something tribesmen, or if they go, no, we don't have that. This is a city. This is like they, right. if, if if you were riding your bike in Sandy, you know, or or somewhere here, like one of these cities. Well, that, except it looks like a jungle setting. Well, but yeah, I mean, they, the whole island is a jungle setting. Yeah, is what I'm saying. It's a it's a fucking tropical, ju- you know. So I mean, they might be like only three or four miles from a city yeah. versus somewhere, you know. So it's hard to say. So I'll, I'll I'll tweet that out too. It's an interesting thing. Look into uh, the orang pendak. Um, but yeah. Really interesting stuff. Also, I got this uh, this email that I want to read to you guys. I haven't actually shared this with either of you yet, and uh, I want your take on this. Um, you know, just uh, just it, uh, in the moment. So first of all, I got to give a shout out to um, the guy who sent this to us. Uh, I got to find his name real quick. He he sent us. This is really cool. Um, his name is Cameron. Oddsley, I, I hope I pronounced that right. Oddsley, A U D S L E Y, Cameron Oddsley, and he said, um, he tweeted at us and said, uh, "I literally made a Twitter just to follow you guys. I'm addicted. I listened to 52, um, 
It had me from the, from the first episode. Oh, he listened to 52 and 51. So he started at episodes 52 and 51. Oh, oh that's cool. And then said, I had to go back and start from one. So he started back at one, and now he's on the second episode of, he was, well, when he sent this, he was on the second episode of 9-11. So oh, he listened wow. to 51 and 52 and then gone back and listened to the first 12. Wow. Oh, that's awesome. So, Thanks, Cameron. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so he's really cool. We, I, you know, I, um, I started following him back and everything. And, uh, and I said, you know, if you have anything and you want to you send us some stuff, uh, send it to us. And so he sent an email. And this is um, this is an interesting email. I want you guys to listen to this. This is from Cameron. And he, uh, he sent this. He said we could share it. He said he's fine with this. So I'm going to read his email. I would like to know your thoughts on this uh, book called The Alien Races Book. I have a physical copy of my own. Picture is my copy. And I obtained it in a pretty mysterious way. Or should I say place. Google has PDF files to download, and YouTube also has videos reading it. And I did look it up, and there's literally videos, but each one of them are like an hour and 45 minutes long. So I was like, I, there wasn't a short version of this for me to just instantly look into. So we're going to have to do some research, but here's what he says. All the research I've done has come with people saying it's real or it's fake, and the ones saying it's fake have no proof. On to where I obtained it. I recently moved from Colorado Springs to Indiana, but when I lived in Colorado Springs, I was walking on the south side of town, very close to NORAD and Cheyenne Mountain Air Force Base. And this book was being pressed up against the fence of the base by the wind from inside the base. I moved it up and over the fence with my fingers and proceeded on my way. I read it from front to back and was just amazed. I don't know if this has any correlation, but about a month later, I was sitting on a hill at around midnight with binoculars on the west side of town. I was looking southwest towards the base, as I usually do, towards NORAD, and out of absolute nowhere, I heard a helicopter with a deep blade pitch come from my right. I say out of nowhere, because you can hear helicopters from a distance while approaching. They become faint and they get louder, and this sound was just there. Medical and news choppers don't sound like this one, by the way. So I looked through the monoculars at it, which, uh, at it, it was very low and heading in my exact direction. I took the binoculars away from my face. It had absolutely no lights on it, which perplexed me, um, as it was about 200 yards away, and I want to say 500 yards above me. I pulled my binoculars up to my face, and within that time, spanning about three to five seconds, it was 50 yards in front of me, and I instantly got beamed with the brightest light I've ever seen in my entire life. I dropped the binoculars and chilled in my face. It was like an LED version of the sun. It physically hurt my eyes the millisecond I saw it. It was on me for about three seconds, and then it turned off. The helicopter kept its pace and course heading northwest. This all happened within, at most, 60 seconds. I immediately scrambled for my things as I could barely see, and I went home as fast as I could. I sat in my room frightened and confused for the next two hours. Nothing else has happened since then. Just thought I would share my weird experience with you guys. If you made it through... Uh, thanks for reading. Any input or thoughts are welcome. And this is the picture of the book that he found. What? Oh, wow. It looks uh, like a manual. It yeah, it looks like look a manuscript. Like a manual. And it just says the Alien Races book. Now, I'm going to go and look this up. He says so I can find PDF files of this. Um, I think it's fascinating the way you found this, Cameron. I, yeah. I, I, I To me... It seems like fate. Like yeah, some kind I mean, of weird, clearly. Like, why was the it there? Why was it inside random. the base? Mm-hmm. Why was it on the other side of the? You know, it, it's it's interesting. 
Um, also, I, I'm guessing it was like face out at him, right? Like it must the, have the been cover out for like, him to see, mm-hmm. or or yeah. I mean, that's it's crazy, that is, that is crazy. So nuts. Um, so I'm gonna definitely look into the Alien Races book. I don't yeah, know I anything wait. about this. I I've, I've I kind of looked a little bit into. I I tried to snope it to try to look up. You know, if there was a, a no, this is this has been proven. It was written by, right. and I couldn't find anything just straight up telling me it was fake. Mm. Um, and all the stuff on it was hours long. So I, I, you know, we already had a topic this week, and I thought I'm gonna bring this up because I think it's a good uh, follow up with with last week with the disclosure. I think it's interesting that that um, that that you talk about getting hit with a beam of light that confused you because that to me, I mean, that's from a helicopter, but that sounds exactly like what people go through when they get hit with beams of confusing bright light from UFOs. Yeah, but I mean, was yeah. He, but Cameron, are you saying was he saying that he was confused or just that it was so it, bright yeah. that it like you couldn't? You were confused by it. from like a silent helicopter too, like the helicopter. Yeah. So he was, was near weird. the Air Force Base. He said he was up on uh, just the north, the north side of town. Um, I was looking southwest towards the base as I usually do towards NORAD. So he was just um, hanging out on a hill with uh, with binoculars. So um, I'm assuming this helicopter probably saw him. I was gonna say, here's what I think. Heat signature. Right. They were looking through, mm-hmm. yeah. And clearly, saw like that looks like there a, was a person. person yeah. And they, and they lit it up. Lit him up to see what are you doing or to let you know we see you. Yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's oh. It's very intimidating, though. It's and very it's scary. super scary. Yeah. Because, I mean, and they, I mean, they lit him up. He, he yeah, I'm with you, Cameron. Uh, I'd like the little follow up. Uh, what, yeah. Let me know on that. Um, if, uh, if you were confused because of the experience or if because the beam made you feel confused. That's interesting. But what a fascinating story. And I'm going to definitely look into this. I'm going to share his picture of the Alien Races book. I think this is um, a really neat find. And um, I'm actually really... That's like the coolest <laughs> I'm actually story ever, jealous that you that have... That is a cool story. ...that you have this book. That you... I mean, this... <laughs> and how you found it. Yeah, yeah. this is like... This I'm sorry is, about your experience, though. However, this is yeah, it's such cool. a neat find. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to want to talk more... Uh, to Cameron about his experience, but thank you for that. And again, if you're out there and you have experiences and you have things, I mean, this is, first of all, and let me say this, I, I appreciate anybody who sends this because you could have, anybody could send this and somebody could go, oh, nice fake book, dipshit, you know, and call you out for being, so I, I love that we have kind of a, a forum where people can feel safe to share these experiences because you know, I'm I'm genuinely interested in this. We're all fascinated by this. And so uh, thank you very much for sharing your experience. If you want to share something with us, you can email us at realarea52podcast at gmail. You can either send us an email like Cameron did, or you can uh, record your voice uh, like we did in our uh, 52nd episode where we have, uh, you know, callers call in, tell their stories. But, yeah, we want to do more of that. So, uh, so send that in to us. But as far as today goes, we, um, we kind of stumbled on a topic. Uh, this week that uh, it had been on our on our radar for a while, but this last past week, um, a documentary was released onto iTunes that was kind of a great introduction to this. And once we watched the documentary, we kind of wanted to know more. And that is the uh, kind of the the phenomenon of the missing four one one book series, which is written by a gentleman named uh, Dave Politis. 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 I believe that's how he says Dave it. Politis. I don't know. Uh, he has written multiple books. Um, they're kind of separated out from what I understand by region. He has the Northwest and this and this and places outside of the United States. But his whole thing is that, uh, 
every year, tons of people will go missing in national parks. And I mean, for the last, he's got records for the last hundred years or so. And, you know, uh, at first, at first, this whole thing is kind of like, well, of course, people go missing. I mean, people, it's, it's dangerous. It's the woods. There's animals. There's this. But he starts talking about how in order for any of these disappearances to make his list, they have to uh, have certain criteria. They can't, you know, he rules out anything that is an obvious animal attack. Rules out anything where foul play was involved. Rules out anything where it was a suicide or where, you know, you Even can... Even if the people had suicidal tendencies, he rules it out. Right, right. I mean, it's it's basically like he has lists and lists of people who literally just up and disappear. Stories like a child is walking behind their parents. The I mean, he's he's 10 feet behind them. They turn around for a second. They look back. 30 seconds later, and he's gone. And a lot of people have kind of accused Politis of uh, cherry-picking his information, so to speak, meaning, you know, he only finds stories and things like that that would fit his motive or to prove his theories. Well, he doesn't really have any theories, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. That that essentially move his uh, research along or are in favor of it. But if, I mean, if you kind of just set all of that aside and just say, all right, despite all of that, just look at these cases and just say, now, isn't that strange? Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's what's creepy is, like, he doesn't even have to cherry pick. There's just yes. so many of them and that, that yeah. have so many similarities yeah. anyway. And I just wanted to bring that up for people who kind of disprove things or, or whatever it may be. Accuse right. him of only being very selective yeah. with the information that he presents. Either either way, you just go, fine. If you just look at the information that he's presenting and don't really think about a motive, mm-hmm. just go, that is a weird story. Yeah. And that's, I think that's, even even if, if you are saying that people, you know, that he cherry picks, the fact of the matter is, is that he has so many of these similar cases yeah. that, that you could, you know, cherry pick from the others. But I mean, yeah, but now, I mean, when you have 500 of them. Yeah, it's like he doesn't have to. Yeah. There's just so There's many, so many. And really, a lot of these things are things that I hadn't heard about, or they're not making every single news channel in every single state. That's so, what creeped me out. And yeah, that's, that's that part we, of we the whole conspiracy. We can kind of be more conspiracy. thankful that he's kind of bringing that to mm-hmm. our, our attention and, right. and to the light of day. And I just think if, like I said, if you just remove yourself from, from politis altogether and just say, you know, aside from him, I just want to hear the story. Yeah, just goes, listen right. to the account. You'll be, of, you'll be fascinated by the story and go, now that is weird. That is weird. And I think, you know, Dave, well, Dave Politis was, uh, he is, well, he is an ex-cop. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks very much like a cop. Yeah, he, he's he got the mustache. Like a yeah. like, and he it's like an 80s cop. Yeah. Like a 70s, 80s cop. Yeah. So his whole thing. And I mean, I guess, I guess for us, that's what's frustrating about it. Because for us, we're w- looking at it and going, "Okay, well, those are the facts. Give me, give me a theory. Yeah. You know, is, is it, is it this? Is it this? Is it this? And is he this? just and he just goes facts. Hey, that's the facts. I'm not here to make theories. I'm a cop. I'm here to give you evidence. I'm here to say this kid was here, and then later that day, his body was 12 miles away, over two mountain ranges, up a thousand feet. He wasn't dragged, but these. You know, and so you go, okay, well, what do you think it is? And he goes, well, what do you think it is? I mean, he's, he's, yeah, a there's cop, never a theory. And that that's what's frustrating. With. That was what was frustrating about the missing 411 documentary itself. Because it was like, you know, it, like you, uh, what we were talking about, it, his documentary, which is now on iTunes, it's worth watching. It's a, it's I a, do agree. it's an interesting documentary. We all just kind of felt that I, I kind of wanted to go, yeah, and, 
Yes. <laughs> like you're waiting it, it, for it, more. It, it, yeah. it never came to a roundabout Some conclusion. kind of conclusion. No, I mean, I would have hoped no. for like at least five theories to be provided. So yeah. that, you know, just so I can understand, well, what do you think yeah. then? Do Given all it's... of your research, given your, your, your knowledge, what do you think? That's what's you know, scary and, is like it keeps happening. Yes. Like, yeah. yes. like and 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 they're strange. And we'll and we'll go through a few interesting stories, but let's talk about some of the similarities between these cases so we can kind of understand um what we are actually talking about. This isn't just, you know, somebody went up hiking by themselves and they didn't check in and you know, they these are these are strange strange disappearances. Disappearances where you would go, you know, they well, if, they kind of defy logic, or they right. they don't necessarily um, it, add up, right. and and a lot of the evidence that's found or not found is what's weird because of the condition of some of the things. You know, like their clothes being folded or the, yeah. or being in real in condition that would not account for them being in the wilderness for the past four years. Yeah, there's uh, there's so many of these things. Um, the disappearances that he looks into tend to have similarities, such as. Um, young children who travel impossibly large distances, Mm -hmm. you know, where they said a kid just wandered off, but his body was found, you know, 15 miles away. Like on top of a mountain mountain. that a kid could never get to on their own. But with no drag marks and none of this. And and their clothes are not dirty. Right. And a lot of times, like you're saying, the clothes are found taken off of them. Mm -hmm. Not, not. Like by an animal, not ripped off, not covered in mm-hmm. blood, not like folded neatly, yeah. like super creepy. Yeah, yeah, the pants folded, or they're sitting here. Um, the one young boy, and we'll Little talk more Jer- about him. Jared, right? Uh, yeah, it was the kid with the yeah with the shoes. Yes, yeah. And little Jared, and uh, he's the one that his body is found in a place that was previously searched before. And a lot of them uh, are that's that. another a, one that up comes on a really up. big, like rocky, steep incline. That I mean, for a three-year-old, not going to happen. Yeah. it's just not going to happen. And they found he. They had actually found his body, I think, three or four years later. Yeah, and what it was. was, since he was missing, but. Um, yeah, his... he, he went up with his dad, let him go with a group of people, mm-hmm. and he thought they were just going up to the, a mile up the road. They ended up going about 15 miles up the road. 20, they went like 20 miles off course. Go into this way. hike, this, this dangerous hike, and they take this little kid with them. They had all, a bunch of children. They didn't tell the parents <laughs> about this, actually. And uh, the guy, you know, he, the, he's with the kid. Turns around for a second, he realizes he hasn't been watching the kid, and the kid is gone. With no noise. No, no. nothing. The fi- now, two, two fishermen said, and this was an interesting fact I think, the Jared I think in case. Jared's case, he had actually walked ahead on the trail. Yeah. And he was ahead of them, and they figured that they would catch up to him. And they said that there was these two fishermen who, they were fishing in the river, and he'd came, come by with a stick mm-hmm. and was, like, hitting it in the water, and he asked him if there was any bears around there. And they said, no, there's no bears. And they kind of said, don't hit the water in the, you know, because you're, scaring, you're, the you're fish, scaring the fish. Yeah. And they let this kid go, which all accounts, I mean, it's like, are you serious? Yeah. Kid, you didn't go, like, where's your fucking himself. parents? Yeah. Anyway, Jared's never seen again. And years and years later, you're right, three or four years later, they mm-hmm. find this, two pieces of his body. They find the, the, his skull cap, so the, oh, just the top of his skull. Oh, my God. So, so, I mean, not even... Not the rest of his skull, just the top, like as if it that was... That doesn't just fall off normally, yeah, you know? Right. Right. right, and a single tooth sitting on a log. They also found his two shoes, his two oh, little shoe shoes thing. that yeah. <laughs> had been apparently out there for three winters, had been in the wilderness. They were t- sitting right next to each other, 
in pristine condition. They had no drag or scuff marks. And, and they point out, well, if a, if a cougar or something, a, a, an animal had grabbed him, I guess aside from maybe a giant bird who would have grabbed him and just and airlifted him. pulled him out of his shoes. But wouldn't his shoes have fallen yeah. as he's flying and, and yeah, kicking totally. his feet? Yeah, they, they would also, not be sitting next to each other. Yes. His dad had made the point that Jared did not like to have his shoes tied, and he rarely made him tie his shoes. And so he said that even on this trip, he remembers saying that he didn't want him to tie his shoes, which, I mean, if your kid's going to go hiking, maybe tie his shoes because so he doesn't trip on his own when shoes. When they find the bodies, they, like, never have shoes. Yeah, it's, it's very so weird. weird. Um. They, I think they call that, though, uh, paradoxical undressing when they can't really rationalize why someone strips out of their clothes unless they're relating it to uh, hypothermia and the feeling of, of burning, but you're actually freezing oh, yeah, it, yeah. and so they take their clothes off. But uh-huh. they, I don't know, they, they don't really understand that whole phenomenon. But as far as Jared goes, um, his dad is kind of saying that if he had been dragged by a mountain lion up, up this not only would his shoes have shown the scuff marks, they probably would have fallen off because they were so loosely on his body. But to be so near where he was, be right by his body and his clothes, um, they also found his jacket and his pants, and his pants were inside out. They were like they were taken off and they were inside, inside out. Inside out. Also not also there was no blood on the clothing. They did yeah. they took it to the lab, they tested it, they could not find any blood on the clothing. Um, and but they, they had that- officially ruled this as a, a mountain lion attack. They has told his father, this is what it is. And his dad's uh, like, no, I don't believe that. That's what freaks me out. It's like the reverse like Jaws boat accident thing. It's like, that was a mountain lion attack. It's like, there's no possible way. Like, right. There's no scratch mark. There's yeah. no right. teeth mark. They even talk about like his pants were kind of, you know, picked apart, but... They were picked apart. They could tell by like birds and rodents who had taken. So these For were nesting. Yeah, they yeah, had just after they these were, were there. just. I mean, they were there and they were fine. They weren't there was no shredded. Claw marks and, in his yeah, clothes. Yeah, it's crazy. He said. I mean, and a, a lot a, of it's like that. A lion. A or lot an of animal. the bodies when they show back up, there's like no marks. Mm-hmm. Right. That mm-hmm. creeps me or out they're so never, much. Or they're just never, never found. found. Yeah, it's like so scary. And that's the thing is that it's you know there's all these stories. You know the the kid who they said they were trying to scare their parents. And they went around the house. Oh, yeah. And the one kid went there, and the other kid went the other way. And the kid walked around the back of the house, and he they scared the parents, and then they said, where's he? And they went around the house to find out where he was at, and he was gone. Yeah. Like, he had just gone around the back remember, of the what's house. What was his name? Gone, Mark? gone. What was his name? I can't remember his, his it name. It was, oh, I, I knew it. Anyways, he had a red shirt on, and that was the whole thing, is they said, our, Mom and Dad are going to see your shirt. It's going to be too... Obviously, right, so yeah. he went, you know, kind of another way than the other boys oh went. My God. And I mean, within moments, they jumped out and they scared their parents. And when he didn't, they were like, this is weird. I mean, right. so within seconds, he's gone and never seen from again. But I think from that same location, there was like a 15 year old girl that went missing and then like an elderly woman well, from ju- that exact yeah. same location. And that's, that's the thing so is that creepy. he's Politus, 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 Dave. He has this 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 map. It's called a cluster map. And you can look at his map, and he shows there are these clusters where these happen. You know, 50 disappearances here, 20 disappearances here. And they, they, they're clustered together in these parts. And there's literally none of these cases in, this, in the middle of the Yeah, country. in the middle of America. It's just empty. The middle yeah, of America. The, there's not all these one. little markers on the other. On the east, all throughout the rest, and then not one in the middle. And I, I don't. I mean, I mean, now, I don't know if he is saying this is people missing in national parks, because I, there's not much of a forest area within those those middle 
states. Does I mean, it it's include kind of North the, Dakota and South Dakota? And does it include? Uh, I mean, I don't know. It, they're kind of. They're still kind of the flatlands. Yeah, I'm of, with you. You know. The, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I don't know where where all the national parks are. That might be a thing. Like maybe there's no national parks there. But I that I don't know. I, I'm but, sure there's national land like. Uh, yeah. You know that's owned by them. However, I just I'm saying like those really mountainous. Yeah. I don't know. Hard to say. I don't know. I don't know um, enough about the geography of that to really speak on it, but it does seem like it, the terrain is obviously different in those states than it is in the mountainous states. I was so. like totally skeptical on all of this in the beginning because living in Utah, we always have somebody who wanders off into yes. the woods and just doesn't know what they're doing and gets lost. It's true. But a lot of um, the people that go disappearing are like out there all the time. Yeah, like they're, they're really experienced hikers. And 10 minutes off the trail. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they... They wandered off. It's not off. like they're just new to right. it and just don't know what they're doing. And that's that's what's also so fascinating is that if you're a five or six-year-old kid and you wander off for five minutes and realize you're lost, you probably start going, Mom! Yeah, Dad! Yeah. I mean, usually like, you're usually go not, them. I'm going to walk 17 miles uphill without... You know, it's, that was the other thing that scared me about like the kids disappearing is because they were just gone and there was no noise. Right. Like if an animal would have got them, you would have heard something. something. If they got lost, they would have mm-hmm. screamed. Like a giant bird would have heard something. you would have heard flapping. The kid yeah. would have gone, "Oh shit!" I mean, you would have yelled. I mean, you know, oh, I hope they're not saying those words. Well, <laughs> well, you know, this is God. 2017. Like, <laughs> Whatever. Be that a better been, parent. That would have been my response. <laughs> Yeah, if a, a bird grabbed bird. me, yeah, totally. I mean, fuck a bird. <laughs> I mean, what have you got to lose at that point yeah. if a bird's flying off with you? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> better but, mind my language. But I mean, it's you know, you you think about that and you go, okay, well, you know, what are the theories? Okay, let's let's kind of talk about and and here's okay. Well, and then there was that one. I don't remember his name. The little blonde boy, Al- Alfred. Alfred, I think, is his name. Yeah, Alfred Bilharts. Yes. Yeah, from Estes Park, Colorado. That's when we mentioned this in our other uh, a podcast backers. So about missing um, people the missing or whatever. People yeah. And him and, and being one that was right behind his family, gone within seconds, no noise. And then there's like a couple that's, I think, up there four days later or something. Well, no, they were, there, a, they were there the, the same day. What they, what they said the is that they didn't realize that Alfred had gone missing. They right. were in elevation above where he had gone missing from. So right. they, you know, he had gone missing on a trail down at the base of the mountain and they were a few thousand feet yeah. or a hundred feet or whatever up, cl- uh, you know, closer to this thing called the devil's nest. Yeah. And they had a better view of it. And they said that while they were there, they saw, a young boy who, again, they didn't know at the time Alfred Alfred was missing. Right. They said that they saw him sitting forlornly on the, the edge uh, of a. Edge oh, is of that the, the one that somebody like pulled and him then, back? Yeah. And then they said all of a sudden it's like he got jerked back. And I mean, he's up oh, on this. I mean, we'll show, so I'll show you a picture of Devil's Nest. It's it's a it's a huge clip. I mean, it's like there's it's, no way a little no, kid can no get up way there that, on their it, own. That you're getting up there unless you're a, a the rock search climbing. Rock climber, the search okay. party tried to get up there and they couldn't. They get couldn't. Up there. The search party. Oh yeah, and I don't. God. I don't know if they tried an aerial approach, like you know, sent someone on a helicopter, but they tried climbing it and they had a very difficult time. Oh, that is so scary. And I mean, and that's so that's so that's what we're dealing with. And then the, the, so this couple sees him and, it, and they go home and they realize that he's missing. And I think four days later, yeah, they went, something they, they went, went back. And it was it took time for them to correlate that that they that, saw a little boy. Yeah, and that, a little that boy this was, was this was this was this. But right. They are convinced that that boy that they saw was was Alfred. Alfred. Did they ever um, find the body? For no, I don't that believe one? that, and I don't believe oh, they ever found God. Alfred. You're right. You got you got frog in your throat, baby. I do. That's all right. It's it happens been, to me all the time. It's been dry. 
It's it's fine. <laughs> the dry heat. It's the dry heat. <laughs> but that's okay. So that's that's waves. basically what we're dealing with. We're dealing with hundreds and hundreds of cases of people going missing um, instantly, disappearing over large distances, being found um, in places where it doesn't seem like they would have been able to travel there based on the condition of their clothes and their bodies. Um, and just common sense. And common sense, people who um, there was times when there, it was winter and there was literally what, that, like that 12, guy, twelve feet miles of snow on yeah. the ground, some, in some the crazy. seven foot like yes. what's his name Charles? And he that had guy. no shoes too. Crater, Crater Lake, right? Yeah, the guy at Crater Lake. <laughs> that was and, Crater Lake. I mean, one. went off. The, the girl. Um, and uh, guys, again, when you when you do this research, there's so many of these stories that you you can't even. It's Imagine the girl when who, you start looking who into was it. who was with the, her family, and they they were she was with the hiking group, and she said, "I'm going to walk down to the lake and take pictures." And so, and like, she a, was the 15, yeah, and like this old older guy went with her, and then he sat down on a rock, and everybody watched her walk about 50 more feet down to where this lake was, and then that was and it? the old that man was like 71, yeah, that was so, with her, and they all watched her him sit there, and I mean, it wasn't and like there was foul said she play. Never came back, and then the... she just didn't come back. Oh they went and they found god. her camera lens, but that's the only thing. That was the only thing they ever found. Oh god! So now, or the cap to her, camera. yeah, the, the cap yeah, the, to the lens, yeah, I the camera lens. Um, well, no, not the, the lens. Ca- the lens the cap. cap, lens cap. Yes. That's what I meant. Well, yeah, lens cap. Sorry, you're right. Anyhow, but that's all they found, and. The interesting part of this story is when David really tried to get into this and get the information, this is when I think he started, and not, and not just this case, but really realizing that there could be a potential cover-up because of how hard they were making it for him to get any they information. They won't work with him at all. They, no. I mean, they flat out give him attitude in the mm-hmm. sense of saying, like, you're not going to get this information. And why do you want it? And I mean, the thing is, is you can't ask. The government cannot ask you why you want Mm -hmm. the information because they are not allowed to either grant you the information or not grant you based on your reasoning for wanting it, which is an important fact. Um, So it's not even appropriate for them to ask. They were asking why he wanted it. And um, then he wanted a list. He said, fine, I I want a list of all of your missing persons within Yosemite. Yeah. And uh, they said, well, if you want that, it's going to cost you $34,000. And and, uh, he said, well, you know, he had also asked for a list of everyone missing in all the parks across uh, the United States. And they said, well, if you want that, that will cost you $1.4 million. For a list. Not to mention, they also told him that they don't keep lists. They don't keep records. That's person, what which like, blew my mind. I can't. I can't believe that. And I don't, it's like I don't there's no it. federal no, database for missing people I don't from national that. parks. Like there has to be. You yes. know what I mean? I and feel like is, there has yeah, to be federally owned land, and yeah. there's no record of this. And the way that the way that the the, the National Park Service deals with this is. Is again, and it's we, it's in keeping with everything we talk about. When you have a reaction, when you have a something that just doesn't feel right, and you go, "That's not right." You're the Park Service. You're Parks and Rec. You're yeah. you're that silly yeah. show. You're not a fucking shadowy government agency. Why are you acting like one? Yeah. Why are you you're you're where people go and camp? It's yeah. a fun thing. Why are you being shady? Why wouldn't oh, you keep records? And there was the one of the the young man that went missing. And um, they actually got, uh, I don't know if it was, one of the family members was involved in... in oh, the Coast in, Guard? Yeah, something. And yeah. they said, fine, well, we want to take the, the FLIR, the, you know, the, yeah, the they were gonna, signature camera, and we yep. want to search the mountain. And, you know, somebody said, or I don't remember which park it was, 
But the national park said absolutely not. Yeah, and, and it wasn't like, going to cost them anything. Because, right, it was the an Coast Guard was going to fly over. Yes, it wasn't and even... just search. And they're like, no, yeah, we're and not they said to. absolutely not. So okay, so that makes us again. What we do here is go. Okay, well, if there's tons of people going missing, and out of those people that are going missing, there's a huge section of those that have mysterious circumstances where they just. Uh, they're there, they're gone, they, the bodies are found, the clothing stuff. Then what What could it be? If, if you're the park service, is there something you know? Mm-hmm. Or is this just as simple as them going, look, guys, we're going to lose fucking hundreds of millions of dollars if people think our parks are dangerous and we can't publicize this. But then again... I think it's part part of that is that they don't want to scare people because, yes, it, it's money <laughs> to them, but... It's but been also, going on for years. It is. This has been going yes. on since that the, blew the, my mind. the 30s, yeah. the 20s. Yes. I mean, this is yes. a lot of disappearances. So yes. scary. So, okay. And then, then you and, have and, to go, and, okay, and likewise, so. we had learned that within the last hundred years that this, uh, um, there have only been 16 confirmed mountain lion attacks. In a hundred years. In a hundred so, years. Oh, my God. So, 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 given how long this has been going on, and in that same amount of time, to know that only 16 mountain lion attacks have occurred. And they're just yeah, randomly this, blaming mountain lions. This isn't something lions. where, like, like, people are constantly being carried off by big cats yeah. and, and beasts. Well, now, I will say, I do think that it's it's uh, more likely that a small child could be carried off by an animal. Oh, absolutely. And then, then a large person. Yeah. And you could go, well, and then... You know the rash or the ratio of big people would be less than the little people missing, and and they say that there are more uh, young people and uh, people with disabilities and elderly people that Kids go with missing. Autism, so, yeah, stuff like that. But so you can kind of rationalize that they have some weaknesses, so to speak, but, which would make them easier prey. However, it's I will say this when Pl- when when Dave was talking about his research, he said something. He goes, "Well, you know, some of these people, you you look at them, and they are." They are, you know, young kids, you know, kids with disabilities or the older people. And he goes, and then the other half, they're people who know what they're doing out there. And I'm like, well, so you're saying it's a cross section of people. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's, it's either people who are good or people who are not good in the forest. Yeah. I don't know if those numbers mean anything. People who are struggling with stuff and people who are really good at stuff. Just kind of somewhere in there. It is one of those. But well, you know, almost a sense of helplessness. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, when you when you look at it, I mean, there are, and I don't want to immediately jump to holy shit. There's something going on. But when you look at the way that the National Park Service reacts to his inquiries, to when it reacts to being confronted with these things, when you talk to him, uh, like in the documentary where they talk to the guy who was the former head of the Park Service or mm-hmm. whatever, and he they go, you know, do you keep a he, list? And he you can wrote s- a book. I thought there was a guy who used to work that was called. Life and Death, I think, mm. in the National Park. It was, it's called something like that, Life and Death. Well, yeah, this guy, though, the one I'm talking about is the guy, the politician, where they ask him in the documentary, like, is there a list? And he's like, I, you know, he's, he completely, like, frees up, like, I don't know about it. You know, oh, he, there's, yes. there's a weird Jesus. reaction to it. And so mm-hmm. you look at that and you go, okay, look, it's either you're ignorant to all, the, to all of the deaths and missing people, and that's terrible, or you're covering it up because you're so worried about making your buck, which is fucking terrible, or you're complicit somehow and you don't want that to get out. And that's mm-hmm. the reason why you scare people off and deny freedom of information acts and do these things like this. You know, th- that's, that's fascinating. So, so now, because of how we do things here, let's, I, let's talk about the theories that are out there. People who speculate, uh, who buy into this and, and, and kind of read deep. Um, and there's a lot of different, uh, different theories. I mean, obviously, one of the big ones, aliens. That 
that somehow there are and maybe that's the maybe that's the maybe that's the first question you know were national parks designated national parks because people knew something about the land you know were they were they oh this place is magnetic it attracts this like if if that's the conspiracy theory were the national parks created and be, they are national parks and they're protected by federal government and they have federal regulations because there's something about the land. Bigfoots live there. Aliens are drawn there. There are time portals. That's another thing that there's people that, that can literally the wormholes. that walk into something and they're on top of a mountain and they're like, holy fuck, what am I doing up here? You know, or, or they're confused or they lost time. They're, and there are stories about people. That, in fact, there's a fucking one of the ones in the documentary where the kid went missing. He was one of those guys that was just there one second and then he was gone the next second and they and he fucking came back. They found him. Did he come like out of a fog or something? Yeah, like, like he just. Well, um, they told that story about a kid that walks out of the fog and he's like totally naked, naked, right? And they had been looking for him for three days, and it was like literally they looked over and they he came out of this fog and and truly startled them because he came because of the way that he just came out of oh nowhere. My God, um, freaky! But there was the one about the kid who actually went missing um, in the winter time, and he was just in his little like outfit and they found him lying face down in the snow and he was alive like the next day but he had wandered like 12 miles or some shit some crazy amount that that well and and in and the, they interview him and he's like an old man and he's still got the little outfit that he had on when he went missing these are my these are my the, jacket and yeah. this is my wow. pants and he he has no recollection yeah i was gonna say does he remember anything? They ask no. him, he says he remembers nothing and i'm like i bet I wonder what happened and that that seems to be oh, another one crazy. of the one of the reoccurring themes is that people just they don't know. don't remember they i was there and then and somewhere else now again your body can do that if you have a traumatic experience if maybe if you're i mean that's it i like i don't remember eating berries and then hallucinating i don't remember like they just they were gone. Like, so you kind of think to yourself, all right, well, is this aliens? Is this aliens abducting people and then dropping them back down? And if they are, then why are they abducting taking little kids shoes. and taking their shoes and <laughs> leaving them to die on the mountain? I mean, you could, you know, oh, so some creepy. people think that it could be Bigfoot or wild men that live in the, uh, in the, in the, the national parks. In fact, there was the one story in that, 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 that we listened to where the family said that, there a kid had gone missing, and a family had seen what looked like a a man or a, a wild person running up a mountain with a something on his shoulder, and they had thought that it looked it could have been the kid that was missing. But like again, it was something they saw, and the kid was missing over here. And so it's like, okay, well, is our Bigfoot's just hiding in the woods, waiting for a kid to fucking lag behind, and then snatching him and and going on like. You know, that doesn't seem... Yeah, and it's so weird, too, because it's like the bodies don't really get, like, damaged. Like, I feel like if it was Bigfoot or something, they'd get, like, torn apart. Like, mountain lion style, right. you know, or something. Not like... That story that we listened to. I can't remember what video it was on. As far as the Bigfoot goes, um, I, don't, I truly don't mean to sound say this to sound like, oh, I knew. But I, I genuinely actually said this to you before anyone had proposed the Bigfoot theory because of the story that Eric had told us about... The Bigfoots, how there was that um, fire in the park and that before anything could happen, like the black ops had swooped in and they had taken this Bigfoot into a tent or a cave and they were like immediately administering care to it. Like it was burned like and they were burn- giving oh, it burned. Bigfoot. And they were taking care of this Bigfoot and that this this guy knew about this story about how the park service and the military 
knows about know Bigfoot about the and they foot. protect them. And, you know, I mean, if you really think about this and you think, all right, logically, what could be happening in, in genuinely all of these places? And that's kind of why I brought up the, the terrain of the middle part of America is it doesn't really fit where a Bigfoot could live. And that's why I do think that this theory is more plausible. Yeah, there's no trees. Because of, because of the terrain and mm-hmm. where these things would actually be found. Um, and what would be out there in all of these parks that the Park Service would want to protect. Right. But yet could make sense as to how things would travel great distances. Right. or And as, as far as a Bigfoot goes... If you're picked up by a bird or you're picked up by a cougar, you're going to scream. Mm-hmm. If a Bigfoot grabs you, and just, it could put its hand over yeah, your mouth. Yeah, maybe it's big enough. And it, 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 it could literally, gra- literally grab you, put your, put its hand over your mouth, and walk away. We already know they're great at eluding people, that they're right. quiet, yeah. they're stealthy. They're, they do this. So, um, And I think it could be explained as to why. I mean, maybe they take them and, and they want to try to raise them. or they. I don't know what they do, but maybe that, would be under, maybe that would be explained as to why. And I'm going to get to that story. Um, I'm working, I'm getting to that. I just wanted to roundabout get there. Um, I, I really think that it makes sense as to why you might find some of their clothes in pristine condition or who could fold them. Maybe an intelligent Bigfoot could fold them. An alien wouldn't really need to fold clothes, but maybe a Bigfoot would just because it was either respect and it like tried to care for it and it died and it's like, oh shit, you know, I tried to raise this human. Yeah, like Frankenstein. Um, Kept it in its cave. That's why the clothes were fine. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why you, you would actually only imagine that this body or these clothes had been taken out because maybe they did once it had died and then or, goes and sets it out somewhere yeah, clearly so that's that why nobody's to be found yeah. um uh now we did hear a story about a man who said that he was he went uh, missing abs- essentially abducted um by a tribe of bigfoots oh, and wow. that he was taken into a cave and he was forced to procreate with a female bigfoot and that he made a child with her and that it was more human-like but hairy. And that he left somehow and when he went back... Because he took to, the people back to this cave where he, he was He kept. was trying to tell them. Because he came out of like the woods like three years later and he was like a wild man. And he was like, this is what's happened. I was forced to... I was kept. I was forced to procreate with this, this lady Bigfoot. And we had this baby, and he's like, I'll show you. And he takes him back. And I don't know how true this is because I don't know if there's we, yeah, we pictures didn't. or evidence. I didn't want to look it up. But they said that they there were no Bigfoot. The, the cave was empty, but this child that they had had was there, and it had been dismembered. It had Torn been ripped apart. ripped apart. Kind of like a— Like they're hiding evidence. And also kind of like a, don't come up here and try to show people our shit. Like, this is like, or how dare you leave? This is your punishment for leaving us. Mm -hmm. Right. So there is this really weird story about this. And to me, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm totally, I like, I can be out there with things. Like I really can. (laughs) Like I can buy into aliens. I can buy into all that stuff, but it it doesn't seem too far fetched to think that a Bigfoot might take a human and try to raise it. Yeah. Fucking Bigfoot concubine. Just yeah, or even a child, even a yeah. baby, and try to raise try to the raise baby. Like yeah. if, if, you know what I mean? Like, like a I'm, fucking pet. What are, who yeah, knows? Like, I mean, I don't know. That's the thing. If it's Bigfoot, I don't know how they view us. Because right. for all, that's, the, that's an interesting thing about the Bigfoot thing. Because, you know, you have to kind of rationalize it. If Bigfoot is real, and I believe there's something to it, there's just too many pieces of evidence that, that points in that direction. But if Bigfoot is real, it clearly knows that it could kill us. It's a 10-foot-tall creature. It's bigger than us. It's large. I mean, I can't imagine they're like big, you know, big dumb dogs that don't know how big they are. They're clearly intelligent creatures who don't who know how not to be 
found. They can build structures. You know, I mean, so, yeah, it is interesting to think how they view us. Do they view us as a threat? Do they view us as another species? Do they understand what we are? If they take us, is it because they want to protect us? Is it because they want to, um, you know, study us? I mean, it's, it's. I don't know. I don't know. I it's don't know weird. if it's, you know, like you said, if it's like we're a pet or if it's more like, they see a young 15-year-old girl and they're like, we can mate with that. But then but then you kind of go, where is this? Where are these people? Are they really just like now these 50-year-old people who are living in a Sasquatch cave and they've been there for 20 years? I or mean, they honestly, died. Like, and or they die. And- they were buried maybe because a lot of people believe that Bigfoot uh, buries its dead. I believe that because Aww, people always cute. say, why haven't there been remains? But I mean, if they're, if they're I more mean, human-like. I mean, we bury ours. That would exactly, make sense. I, I do believe that Bigfoot's bury their dead. Right. Um, so, you know, they could have these deep caves that they have bodies yeah, or people or whatever in. So, I mean, it's a fascinating thing as far as Bigfoot goes. So if, if that was the case, then there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of different aspects of the Bigfoot mythology yeah. that fit into uh, this, this scenario. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it when you say it out loud, yeah, Bigfoot's grab, grabbing kids and taking. Well, sure, but <laughs> yeah. but I know. when you really when you're looking at something that has no explanation, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's one thing that Dave won't do, and I I respect it. He's a cop. It's fine. It, you sound crazy when you start going. Well, maybe yeah. Bigfoot took it up to the cave yeah, and yeah. kept it as a pet. That he feels like that He's would maybe the disprove facts. or discredit, discredit a lot exactly. of his past. His, and I understand that. I, get I understand. It. We're we're fine but, with fucking speculating about I, Bigfoot stealing yeah. your kid. But <laughs> I I mean, no. when you really look at it and you think like. Like, okay, if it's not Bigfoot, what would the Park Service be protecting so heavily? I know. Unless it's like we had talked about being, they have like secret agents out in the woods who just know where walkers are all the time. And they're like, there's a young kid, take him into the, you know, into the darkest part of the military or Whatever, if, ah. it, or if it's you yeah, know, they, that's they the other. Like, is it serial killers? Is it? That's the other it, thing. What if it? What if because this is federal government oh land God. and there are no regulations? Well, there are regulations. Let's put it this mm-hmm. way. But if it's federally owned land and they've, you know, you can't just. But it's again, their jurisdiction. It's right. like little tiny islands, essentially. But I mean, if you believe if you believe that the government's abducting people, like we talked about last week, mm-hmm. um, then that happens all the pl- all over the place. Right. But if you had, yeah, think about that. What if you had. A dude, you know, black ops people that were out in ghillie suits in the woods or out out hiding and camouflaged, and all of a sudden, you know, they see a kid off by himself. And but see, and then you have to go into the idea that like our government has people who, instead of seeing a lost kid and wanting to help, they're literally waiting in the woods, waiting to pounce on children so that they can go and put them into <laughs> these. Oh, these black our ops. government, not our yeah, government. Yeah, not our government. But, but, I mean, again, th- that's the that's the problem is you have to go, fuck, that's just so sinister. Like, that's not Awful. even Cobra. Like, no. Cobra wouldn't even, <laughs> fucking kids will never take children. G.I. Joe's enough. You know, and you're like, fuck, it's so it's evil. so evil. But when you kind of think about it and you go, look, if somebody was there and you just grab the kid and put him and you just, you, you. Tranked them well, or something. Well, we know and, about human trafficking and everything. And being human real, trafficking so happens I mean, all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah. So if this was a thing, and 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 the government was abducting children, putting them into these groups, or taking people to experiment on, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of we've talked about this with things like harp and stuff. It's like where where do you where do you how do you do something where nobody fucking 
can trace you. You know, well, they went missing on a hike because that shit Oops. happens. And in federal Mountain land. Lions. And on federal land. land. And we say bear. there's no list. And we and you can't do, you know, we regulate your searches yeah. and we regulate this yeah. shit. And, and we, we are the federal government. So the federal government can't persuade us or press us to give you any information that we don't want to. We just right. say there is no list or it costs you one and a half million dollars to get it. Right. Oh you know, they, they bully you out of that. But I, I like the Bigfoot theory because of um, Alfred. It, yeah. it, him being up on the devil's nest, it's like, how does something get up there? Maybe a bird. Maybe a bird. But what would grab him and pull him back? Something yeah, big. Because yeah, a, a bird wouldn't, like, I mean, yeah, unless. No, they can't that. walk up and, like, with their one foot pull him. I mean, like, you know, and I don't think a cougar would just grab him. And I don't right. know if they live up in those on top of a ledge. I don't right. know. But And maybe a child, if a child was picked up by a big creature like that and held I mean, maybe a child wouldn't. Oh, fuck. Now I'm speculating about what a child would do when it gets abducted by Bigfoot. But fuck, like maybe it wouldn't like immediately freak out. Maybe there's a calming. Maybe who knows what it is. Like I said, but the Bigfoot can put its hand over it. Yeah, that's true. And it doesn't actually physically harm you. It's not. But I'm saying, you know, like, as you're as it's taking you, you're not fighting it. I don't know. It's hard to say. And that does make sense as to how it could travel. I, I think, yeah, they, I think they're they're probably good in that terrain. I'm, I don't oh, know. The Absolutely. thing that made me really think it might be some kind of Bigfoot is the same uh, guy who went missing and they wouldn't let the Coast Guard come in with the helicopters. Oh, yeah. They also tried yeah. to bring in um, search dogs to mm-hmm. sniff for him mm-hmm. and they would only allow cadaver dogs. Cadaver, see? And, that's and I thought that was so yep. weird. And a lot of times they'll, t- they'll bring these dogs. A lot of these stories involve this where the dogs... They track funny. They get to a place and they just stop. And they mm-hmm. sit like down. Like they get they, to literally a fork in the road and they sit down. Like, hey, that's this it. is it. There's no more. There's no more smell. <laughs> or they'll that's track them so to like weird. the edge of a river bank, and you could rationalize that they fell in, but then their bodies are found away from the river. Yeah, but why were they tracked? And, and, why were they tracked to the river? And then, and what a lot of people don't realize is when people fall in rivers and they drown in rivers, they don't just keep getting swept down for miles. Typically, what happens is your body. You, if you fall in, you get pulled under at some point, and you lodge somewhere. You lodge under a under a under a branch or under a tree or in a corner. I mean, you 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 know that's why they find bodies when they do that. They dam a river and they go like every ten feet and they check under rocks and they go another ten feet and they check under rocks. So, you know, it's it's crazy. I mean, so aside from let's talk, so aside from aliens abducting people, aside from Bigfoot or some sort of other monstrous creature that we don't know what it is. There's monsters in the woods or there's giant. I, I can't get with the giant bird. When I, when I, I, this happens to Danny and I, I don't know how many times we'll, we'll come down our steps to walk our dog and there'll be a fucking quail right off to the side. And he goes, <laughs> and he takes off real fast and it scares the shit out of you. Because it's it's loud with these wings oh, flapping. Yeah. So they're if, so loud. If a if a creature came down, you would hear and that. Scooped and then had you to go, would totally <laughs> hear that. You would hear, especially and, if one big enough to take a person. And even somebody a would go, kid. would scream, right? Yeah. So I mean, I I I have to think that. Now the other I don't theory think it could be a birdie that people talk about, and this is interesting. But then again, I have to think that if if this was the case, maybe then this would happen all over the place. And oh, maybe God. that explains missing people all over. And we have, we talked about time slips and things like that. But portals. What if in some of these places, these these concentrated areas of, of electromagnetic energy, people are able to slip into dimensions? The one, the one of these cases that I think is the most, 
I don't know, convincing story or argument for portals and other dimensions is uh, Geraldine. Um, what was her last name? Largay or something. Um, she was the lady that... Mm-hmm. So she she was on the Appalachian Trail, and a friend of hers was was with her, and she said, um, you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to go back. And she says, that's fine. I'm going to keep going forward and meet up with George, her husband, the next morning. It was just, it's a trail that anybody can go on. It's not a crazy trail. So the next morning, um, she doesn't show I up. I think even that night. Oh, yeah, she, she was, was supposed, supposed to meet him that night. That's right. So it was only a couple hours later. She didn't show later. up, and George was like, oh, I don't know where she is. I'm going to, I'll wait for her. He, he thought slept that in his car. That's up. right. Yeah, so he that's in right. his car, and then the next morning, she still didn't show up, and uh, that's when he kind of decided it was a big deal. He needs to... To figure out, yeah, she obviously mm-hmm. is missing. So they went back and they searched and they searched and they couldn't find her and they couldn't find her. I mean, it went on forever. I mean, um, didn't they? They eventually found her body, right? Yeah, about four weeks later. Yeah. And they, I mean, at least four weeks later because she had been alive for 26 days after she That's had gone right. missing because she had there was journal a journal entries. entry that she had written for, I mean, truly on the 26th day of being missing. And she did have a lot of equipment with her food, water, a tent, all that kind of stuff. Um, enough to survive, but she left a journal entry, you know, just said, you know, when you find my body, please tell my husband, George, and my daughter, and, you know, let them know, and, and give them the contents of my backpack. Oh, and God, that's She so also sad. had unsent text messages mm-hmm. that she couldn't send, and allegedly a woman had called the ranger station saying, call my hu- call George and, and tell her th- that, that his wife won't be meeting him. Yeah. Whoa. Um, Very weird. Now, here's what's crazy, is that... Where the Appalachian Trail is, she was just off of it. I mean, she was literally, literally like within ten minutes off the trail. They and didn't they search like that area? People, yeah. She would have. I mean, if she would have just wandered in 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 any direction, she would have run into people. Um, they, they searched left her. and right. Her tent was bright yellow. Yeah, it yeah. was, and and I mean, she was right there. She had been there, right there off the trail. It was now, and you go, is this one of those things where literally? some lady just managed to stay lost off a trail populated by people who not only were searching for her, but people who continued to just use the Appalachian Trail. With a bright yellow tent. With a bright yellow tent. She never heard people. She never heard anybody. She just was lost. And Or maybe, and this is a fucking crazy thing to say, but it literally, what if she had just slipped dimensions and she was there, but she was not, like on the Here. other side of it, right? And people were just walking past, and she was oh, like, that's "So crazy!" Because I mean, she couldn't she couldn't send these messages that she had. Because she phone. was in a different dimension. I mean, and I mean, I don't know if she had service, but I mean, it, sure. But either way, I, I mean, um, well, that's why I'm wondering about like a time gap, you know? Because like she had all those journal entries and stuff. Yeah, what and it was it also been... like she was just on this trail. Why? What, what happened to make her just leave the Appalachian yeah. Trail? Yeah. The bathroom. Oh, so she just she went, went off to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom and she didn't make it back. <laughs> Which is, I mean, she did have her, all of her stuff on her, but yeah, they said that she just it's left crazy. to go to the bathroom and she didn't come back on the trail. It's crazy. That I mean, it's just one so of those stories nutty. where that one to me is one of those ones that I can't. You're, you're right there. Like, you're right there. It wasn't that she had been wandering. She had set up. There were dogs. There were people. They were yelling and screaming. Geraldine! They were yelling and screaming for her. And she was right there she had a campsite she wasn't 
and wandering. She had like been starting a fire and things like that, right. so trying mm-hmm. to get their attention. And how did they not see the smoke? And nobody, and they... nobody came and looked for her. Nobody was right so off the weird. trail. She never heard people, dogs barking, anything. It's fucking nuts. That's a that's a fucking weird one to me. That one and there's that story about the kid who was uh, I don't know if he was drinking or not, but he was driving home and he said that he was in a ditch and he called yeah. his parents and he said I'm I'm 10 minutes from the house essentially right. like I know where I'm at just please come get me I can and see the lights I, I, yeah. yeah and they're on the phone with their son and they're driving to get him and when they get to the spot where he says that he would be he's not there and they're like so they call him again they're like where are you and he's like I'm right here I'm flashing my lights at you and oh they're both God. flashing their lights at each other and um by the time they find him, he's actually 25 miles from where he said he was, and um, he's nowhere to be seen. His they just found his there, car, yeah. And they just found his car? He's just gone. He's, oh, my God. They've never found him. They They're heard still him, looking and for the him. last thing he oh, said, that's right, when he, he goes, was on the phone. He goes, oh, shit. And that was it. And oh, he's gone. God. That's like the most common last words yeah. ever. Dang it. I mean, there's, if they, so, we've and then talked about, we talked about that's time so slips. Scary. We talked about things in our, in our time travel episode where people... You know, fly over the future, and they, the guy who flew over and looked down at the Air Force Base mm-hmm. and saw planes that mm-hmm. didn't didn't weren't in service for three more years, or the wow. people who were walking in the forest and they came across a, what looked like a, a party in Victorian era, people in dresses partying at a, at a oh, torch lit house, and, and then you know, I mean, there's all these interesting stories. So what if what if there are these little time slips, these little portals, and and maybe that's something that the the Forest Service knows about, and they're like, look, we can't tell you about the portals. Because then you fucking know the time travel and time slips and shit. We just know about the portals. Maybe just don't fucking walk in a portal. But, I mean, but why wouldn't they just like be anywhere? Like, why? Do yeah, they why be wouldn't they the, be at the fucking, wilderness? Yeah, like, I don't know. Unless, That's the like, other question. Unless like truly human intervention causes them to be the disrupted. But I mean, you could rationalize that. You know, there's a lot of people that just go missing. Not in the yeah, that's national, true. so maybe that's, that's true. The, maybe it does happen yeah, everywhere. We do talk about that. Maybe um, it does happen everywhere. In fact, Politis actually covered a couple other missing person reports that he, I don't know. I mean, obviously, are not linked to Bigfoot. I don't know what his theories are because he doesn't pre- he doesn't present any. But he does cover Elisa Lamb's death. Yeah. Um, any of them where he thinks that the accidental drowning is strange, right? Um, and her death is certainly strange. If you remember Elisa Lamb, I believe she was staying at the Cecil Hotel, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. And she was, uh, well, uh, there's that uh, elevator security footage oh, of her. Oh, the video so Pushing crazy. all the buttons and yeah, talking. And it looks yeah. like she's talking to someone. Yes. And then um, and they find her in the water naked, tank. Right. In the water tank. A yeah. locked water tank. A locked water tank. Somehow totally she naked. got in and took her, yeah, took her clothes and then, and then locked it behind her. It, I have no idea. I don't know. How do yeah. you even get into a water tank? I have so no start, idea. So you start like, you know, looking at this and and while while he kind of focuses on people missing in 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 national parks. I mean, we've talked about missing people before, Brandon. Um, you know, the guy who called his wife and yeah. leaves the voicemail like, "We're going on out of the That road. one sounds like a, a drug that he a drug witnesses de- yeah. a drug deal. And so there's a but, lot of there's a lot of and I think that's one of the hardest things is when somebody is is missing uh your brain goes nuts. Because you, you, and especially for these parents, a lot of the people that they talk to, you know, uh, in fact, in Missing 411, they focus on, on one main story because it was kind of happening around them while they were filming. But, you know, the parents start getting blamed. You know, you go, well, I was literally there. And then I turn around, the kid wasn't there, and that's it. It's and they that go, story of little Dior. Yeah, little Aww. Dior, which was up in... Uh, uh, I don't remember where Idaho, somewhere it was at. But, but, uh, but they, you know... Of this course, the people are going to start looking at you and going, "Well, 
it, okay, you either weren't washing your kid or you did something and you're, you know. Well, his was pretty interesting because the parents leave. They go off the mountain to go down to, like, the convenience store or what have you. And uh, their little son, Dior, and his father's name is Dior. So there's Dior Jr. and Dior Sr. So um, they leave, and when they come back, um, they're they're up on the mountain. The purpose, the purpose of them being up there is because they're with their grandfather. He is very old, and it's kind of his last hurrah in the mountains, and they wanted to go with him. But the grandfather actually brings along a friend named Isaac, and he's maybe like a late 30s, early 40s age kind of guy. Um, kind of a scumbag-looking fellow. I think he does have some pedophile or child. Oh, my goodness. I mean, he doesn't have a, a clean background. Yeah. Not, look, maybe the dude's straight and narrow right now. You know what I mean? Like, not to accuse this guy. But he's a shady character. And so, essentially, Isaac and Grandpa say that they caught fish in the stream. And, and uh, Dior, and I think her name's Jessica. I'm not positive. But the mom and dad say, we don't believe that you caught those fish. Go show us. You know, come show us. So they go down to go to the stream, and little Dior is there, and they say, do you want to go with us, or do you want to go sit back and sit with Grandpa? However, they had brought candy back with them from the convenience store. <coughs> Excuse me. It's all right. And, I got uh, it, too. And he, little Dior wanted to stay. He wanted the candy. So mm-hmm. they said, okay. So they watched. They walked ahead, and they watched him walk back towards camp Grandpa. and Grandpa. And... They go down, they go see the the stream and whatnot, and they see some minnows, and they're like, oh, Dior would love this. Let's go get him. They go back to go get him, and Dior Sr. went back to go get him, and he says to, you know, Grandpa, where is where is Dior? Where's my son? Where is he? And he's like, I don't know. He was just there. It's right here. And that was it. That was the last time anybody oh saw him. Oh, my God. So, um, I guess you could kind of see that there was speculation more than any of the other stories yeah. around some of the the potential players in that game. You know, like, well, wh- what was Isaac doing, and mm-hmm. where was Grandpa, and who is this Isaac guy, and mm-hmm. and is Grandpa's memory that great? Did he go in his trailer? Mm-hmm. Is he being honest about how long he hadn't seen him? You know, those kinds of things. So um, that was kind of missing. Four one follows that story pretty heavily. They kind of focus around three. Jared, the one that we mentioned, right. and Dior, and then there's another one that they kind of discuss, yeah, mostly uh, this surrounding one. Yeah. those. And I don't know. I think that they, I, you know, look now that I kind of understand Dave and his research methodology yeah. and how much he's done, it would be virtually impossible for him to do um, um, a documentary about this because there's so many cases. Mm-hmm. So he kind of had to go look. I pick a few, and these kind of tied in. And but if you're looking for an explanation. Or any kind of of guess or hypothesis, like you said, it's not there. It's him presenting facts. Facts, Fact. and that's what it is. Well, and then, he wrote like four books on he did. it, right? Yeah. So I mean, there's just so much out there. So you know, it's very interesting. Watch it, and then go do some research for yourself. Um, one of the ones that he that uh, that he talks about was the um, the Henry McCabe incident. Yeah, oh, this is not this okay one. with me. This I, is so scary. Yeah, Henry McCabe was uh, from Liberia. He was a professional accountant. Um, he was an auditor. Auditor, that's what it was. An auditor. Yeah, he was actually a state auditor. That's right. He, I mean, very uh, well spoken, professional man, um, and. I guess he he went out with some friends. I believe he lived in Minnesota. Yeah, right? I think it was in Minnesota. Um, it was in uh, I can tell you exactly what. Either city Minnesota it was. or Michigan. Spring Lake, Minnesota. M- yeah. Yeah, it was uh, September sixth of two thousand sixteen. So uh, was that Memorial Labor Labor Day weekend? What is that? Huh? 
It was uh, one of those weekends. One of those weekends. But he was found September 7th floating in a lake, showed no signs of injury or trauma. Um, his official cause of death was drowning, freshwater drowning. Um, but he had actually called his wife at one point and left a voicemail. And the voicemail is really eerie. Terrifying. Well, now, here's the thing voicemail. What, let me give a backstory on this. Please. Okay. He is. He goes out with a couple of friends. Yeah. They go out to a club, and I guess he is. He is. Now, people had also said that Henry had, uh, I guess you could say, some turmoil in his life at the time, that he was slightly depressed and he was having money problems, um, that one of his rent checks had bounced, and people suspect there was maybe problems within his marriage. It's hard to say. His wife was in California, however, at the time. So it's kind of weird that they were so far apart. Um, he's with some friends. He's drinking at this club. And he gets pretty drunk. And he's drinking so much that his friends actually decide to take his wallet and his keys away from him. Which, I mean. His and friends. Yeah. I mean, I, I can kind of see. Like, if you thought that your Don't friend was anymore. so. Or, or any, that yeah. he was so yeah, irresponsible so that he might lose his wallet. Yeah, or let someone, me hold this Someone for could you. take it from him. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, take advantage of any situation that he had kind of put himself into. Uh, given his intoxication levels. Um, anyways, they leave the club and, and they're kind of telling him, you need to stop spending money on alcohol. That was their reasoning for taking mm-hmm. the wallet away. And and if you know his money problems, if that's true, it is kind of interesting. So they leave the club and they're, they're uh, essentially going home, but he wants to be dropped off at this gas station. And at first, his friend says that it's a uh, holiday and... Then the next time he tells the story, he says it's a super America, super America. Either way, I don't know why he wants to be dropped off at this gas station. He says he I don't know why they home. would drop him off at the gas yeah, station. Yeah, I mean, if, you're, if your friend is so and, drunk and that you have now taken like away that. his yeah. wallet and his keys, like, you would, you make sure he gets you would say, same. no, you're not walking home. I'm a going to take you home. Driver right and I'm here. going to tuck you into bed myself. Exactly. I mean, that's what a good, a good friend would do. But anyways, he actually gets dropped off at this super America and uh, it's it's if you do the Google map, it's about three miles or so from his home, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. And he said he'd walk home. Huh? Yes. He wanted to walk home. But I don't think he had his wallet or anything. So or they left him. Yeah, yeah. They just left him. Um, and it is important to note that this gas station was actually in the opposite direction of his house and further away. So it was right. not really aiding him. And I don't know if he realized that or if he was too drunk to realize he didn't know where his he was and how far away he was. But anyways, his friend says that's around 2 a.m. in the morning. And then at 2.28 a.m., this is when his wife gets the voicemail. And on the internet, the only internet only provides you with a couple snippets. It's actually a two-minute long voicemail, but you cannot find the yeah, entire voicemail Yeah, the whole thing's been anywhere. taken off the internet. And the one that they do it, it's like from, like you said, with news people talking mm-hmm, over it and stuff. Mm-hmm. I have a little clip. In yeah, fact, go ahead and play here's, that. This one is, it's one minute and 52 seconds. I don't know what all it's going to say, but I'm, I'll just let this play for a second. We can talk <laughs> It's a voicemail unlike anything you've ever heard before. There are two minutes worth of noises, bizarre ones. But very little actual talking. Authorities confirmed the disturbing middle-of-the-night call came from Henry McCabe's cell phone. It was Labor Day, September 7th at 2.28 in the morning. McCabe's worried wife... Heard the message. His and my cell phone connected. Minnesota Community Policing Services is a nonprofit agency and acts as a go-between with police and the Liberian community. 
The leader is trying to help the family make some sense of this recording. The growls turn to high-pitched moans. Like, so, like, like he's moaning in pain. Mo like moaning in pain. The tortured grunts suddenly stop. There is silence. Then someone, either Henry or another person, says, stop it. I try to picture where he was. This is his wife. Um, what it might have been like. I think her name is Karine. What Karen. circumstances Karen. Karen. would have made him sound like that. The voicemail is in stark contrast to other articulate recordings of McCabe speaking at an event. He's a state auditor. What is the justification? What is the right thing to do? The message is one piece of evidence Moundsview police are reviewing. The police chief tells me even the FBI is analyzing the recording and voices for clues. The chief says the investigation took deputies here on Tuesday. To Rice Creek Park, which borders New Brighton, Moundsview, and Fridley, all areas where McCabe was reported seen or a cell phone ping placed him. Ramsey County Water Patrol searched but came up empty. So... That he sounds was, like um, somebody terrified and just shrieking to he me. He was later found in Rush Lake, I believe is what it was called. And he was untouched. Mm -hmm. Yeah, despite no. all of the sounds that he seems to be sounds making. like mm -hmm. terrifying, mm -hmm. horrible torture or something. Somebody w had, did point out in one of the videos, and there's a few of these that are, that are much longer. Uh, if you just look Henry McCabe up on YouTube and I can share some of this stuff. But that the way he screamed at one point sounded very similar to somebody being tased. Like... <laughs> Like the the oh. there's like a like a, a, a yeah, to it shaky. and so and and some people have speculated that one of the friends did it and that one of the friends might have been having an affair with the wife. That's or, what I said. Oh was that it, because now here again backstory to that is because that same guy that you heard saying that the moans turned into growls that was helping them actually came out and said we are not going to do any more investigating on this because we believe. That the wife, Corrine, is withholding information that is critical oh, wow. to finding him. So but many the, layers. He of was this. he was not found a day later. By the way, he was, oh, yeah, found, he found, in he was found in November. He was found two months later in a, the lake. Mm. So two months after he went missing, oh. not a day. Oh, I, I didn't know. Um, no, it, it was almost two months to the day that he was found in Rush Lake, um, floating face down, and uh, the whole the whole point is that the. During that two months, the police were frustrated with his wife. And so, I mean, to me, you could say, well, maybe there was something going on with a friend. And maybe they were trying to cover that up because why was his wife in California and all that kind of stuff. And didn't um, he have GHB in his system, too? Yes. yes. Now, GHB is a naturally uh, occurring thing that does happen mm -hmm. in all of us. It's naturally occurring in the human body. However, he had such high levels that it was it was unbelievable. And that, Melissa, the GHB thing kind of leads into this other theory that the police had that there's a possibility that he was one of the victims of the smiley face killer. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And that these is that this or these uh, group of individuals is actually um, a group of serial killers um, either connected via the internet and kind of oh, doing it. Oh, Jesus, a group of serial killers it's, is it's the very, last it's thing It's very we interesting need. because there, there's this whole thing that's been going on since 97 of uh, – white uh college aged males who are out at a club drinking that night and then are found um uh in a lake or in a body of water who have drowned essentially and they rule it out as an accidental drowning and they're saying this is like the perfect murder because and someone else had pointed out that the sounds that henry was making could be him being waterboarded 
you know, oh a form of God. torture of being waterboarded. And then he wouldn't actually show any yeah, signs there'd be of anything. No marks. And then if he was then later slipped into water, they would rule it as an accidental drowning, but Whoa. it's actually a murder. And there would be, you know, the water would wash away any hair fibers or fingerprints oh and all of that God. kind of stuff. So it's, it is a fascinating theory. The Henry McCabe thing is like either, either the wife and the friend were having an affair and it's just, you know, you got rid of your husband. But the idea of the smiley face killer is pretty fascinating because there was a couple of these boys that if you find they actually went missing on the same night. So they don't know. And then the, the, the smiley face thing comes in with them believing that where the body was slipped into the water, there is a smiley face graffiti. They have found these things. So Oh, so that's like their tag. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, and so they kind of think it maybe could be a network event because of the Internet and saying that these boys wow. went missing on the same night and then across the country. And you go, well, maybe it was like a group thing that said, OK, go out and. Wow. You know, it's like the most terrifying aspect it of is, social media. It is. Like and bringing together serial there's killers. There's some of these, like some footage of these kids where. um like one boy, he's only had two beers and he's a 220 pound kid. And there's surveillance video of him standing outside the club and he's standing there just fine, just standing, you know. And, and then all of a sudden he walks over and it's like he doubles over on his knees, like he gets ill. And then he tries to take off his shirt, like he gets really hot or something, like something hits him, like a drug. Like a drug like, or something. Yeah. That just Suddenly hit him. takes effect. So that's kind of where the GHB comes wow. in. Wow. They think a lot of these men, these men are either being slipped something or they're so intoxicated um, because some of them were, like, not allowed into the club or kicked out because of their intoxication levels. And so they think that uh, they're perfect prey. They get picked up and then, you know, put in oh, yeah. a truck or waterboarded or yeah. whatever and then slipped into the body of water later. And the FBI investigated this, and they found two of them that were previously ruled an accidental uh, accidental drowning as a homicide. But there's nothing else that they're really doing about it. So, very interesting theory. Smiley face killer. Crazy. Well, I'm going to look into that now. Not to be confused with the happy face killer, which is a totally different... Oh uh, thing. Yeah, the, we. I also so got into many. that. So. Yeah, we start. I, uh, you, <laughs> you fell down a rabbit hole. I woke did. up. I it woke did. up because I drifted off, and, and you woke up, and man, yeah, we were down, uh, so. down a rabbit hole. But um, yeah, it's fascinating stuff, and and I mean that's the hardest part with um with missing people is that there are nothing but guesses, nothing but speculation. So yeah. yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Um. Are you guys ready to commit to a to a to a theory? <laughs> An alien, a Bigfoot, uh, a time portal, or you know you what? S- I'll be brave. I'll I'll say I think there's a Bigfoot out in that in the national parks, and I the think Big the government knows about it, and yeah. I think that they have to cover up uh, any instances of them taking people or or you know I don't know or I don't know or maybe it's the CIA and they steal them for their black ops organizations. Don't steal people. CIA. Either way, I don't know. <laughs> don't I, I like the mountains, and I don't want them to be ruined for me. Melissa, I have committing? no idea. <laughs> I don't know. It could be anything. I yeah. like the Bigfoot theory the best because I feel like Bigfoots could be nice. <laughs> and if it's like the government stealing people or aliens, those yeah. aren't nice things. They just want to raise you off the grid. Yeah, yeah that's they it. just, they they just, just want to bond with you. You're, fucking, you're okay. like a, a Bigfoot shih tzu. <laughs> Yeah, you just, you'll just be their pet. Yeah, I like look at this breed. It's, I like that outcome yeah. better. No, but it's interesting. Some of them wind up dead. So uh, it's a fascinating, it's a fascinating topic. There's a lot of this. You can look into the missing four one one book series, uh, Dave. 
Politis has multiple books out. There's multiple interviews with him. He's got a website. Um, you can actually go onto iTunes and rent or buy Missing 411. Um, I'd like to watch it again, to be honest, just to kind of, you know, take it in. But it's 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 interesting documentary. Uh, check it out. Um, but yeah. And check out the smiley face killer. Yeah, there's a, we're going to fall down some some rabbit holes. Because we'll look I think into that. that. Could, that could account for some of the missing. It's wow. Possible. Because there was actually like a, a former New York, uh, I think his name's like Steve Gannon or it's mm. something like that. But he came forward and he, him and this other okay. dude who are high up, they, they you're truly, gonna have to. They truly believe this theory. You're gonna have to, to show real. me what you, you what you watched because yeah. uh, maybe that's maybe that's what we're gonna have it's to do. Fascinating. Next time, who knows what we're gonna do? But uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us today here on the Area 52 podcast. It's been a fun, interesting conversation. I feel really bad for the families of anybody who has a missing person in their life. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. And on behalf of Danny, on behalf of Melissa, and everyone here at the Area 52 facilities, hey, thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time. Hopefully.